everything started when I was a teenager back in El Salvador, having a dream. Unbelievable. Now I feel proud of my accent because without my client can know that I'm not from here. And everything I made it, literally I made it from scratch. I am very excited to be interviewing today a very successful entrepreneur from El Salvador. Her name is Lili Interiano. Lili's success is an inspiration. It is a story of believing in oneself so deeply. It's also a story of strength and faith. Lily emigrated to the U.S. when she was only a teen, and now in her early 30s, she has her very own hairstyle studio based in Beverly Hills. She has definitely accomplished all her dreams, becoming a loving, self-involved mom and wife, and then owning her time and using her whole talent to become an entrepreneur in the U.S. All of this while pushing through many hardships. Besides the usual difficulty of being an immigrant, she had to push through the economic slowdown of 2008, and then the devastating news of her mom's cancer. But let's hear it from her. Hello, hello, how are you? I'm Lili Interiano. Like I did say, I'm El Salvador native. And from now, I'm radicated here in Los Angeles, and I work in Beverly Hills. Uh, having my own, her own studio. And it's a very nice, funny, I think interesting story, the way I came up with the idea. Everything started when I was a teenager, back in El Salvador, having a dream. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you were raised um, between hairstylists. So you were basically brought up in this environment. You had the talent for it from the beginning. But you decided to go to university to study for a reporter, communications. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about that. Yes, it's really funny because I uh, grew up being my older sister assistant and her hair salon. So assistant was meaning swiping hair, serving the drinks. From the floor, you mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cleaning so, the hair. Exactly, the like hair any other assistants. Assistant, I mean, um, yeah, serving the drinks, greeting the clients, and everything is starting there because she was, by that time, a grew up woman, married with kids, and being an amazing stylist. And I think I like the idea that you can really enjoy what you're doing and having your paycheck from that. She was pretty established, and I like the idea. She had her own business. Basically. Exactly. She, she made her own hours, her own schedule, and she uh, was a mom. Exactly. She was a mom of two by that time, and I was looking maybe myself in the future in that way. Back in the day, I was 13, 14 years old, so I was a little girl. Pretty young. Yes. Yeah. So you told me that while you were working with your sister, you decided to go into college for communications and reporting. What exactly did you come up with that idea instead of just pursuing your talent? I think because I was so used to being like the hairstylist of everyone. So I saw everything like so common, so normal to me. 
that it was mostly my hobby than my career. Knowing that my sister is making her money from that and she was really good established. So I never see myself in that way, probably because I was so young. And also, I think it's because back in El Salvador, it's really hard to see uh, someone that they can call hairstylist. Usually they say cosmetology. And I never can like process in my mind that I'm going to be like lady, like growing up lady, like 50, 60 years old, being uh, a cosmetology just doing the same type of cut or the same type of style. I always like dream to be something bigger. And probably because I didn't see that I would be able to do that. I decided Exactly. I decide yeah. to go for something else. Right. And so basically what you're saying is that in El Salvador to pursue a hairstylist career wouldn't take you further enough where you saw yourself like a, a businesswoman, thriving person, and uh, with this vision of the world. And you wanted that for yourself. And, and you thought that if you were going to just open up your hair salon like your sister, you were going to stay small and you didn't see like the future in it, right? Exactly. I think I'm always dreaming myself. I always see my future more than the little girl town working pretty peaceful in the same place with the same people in the same environment. There is nothing wrong with that, right? for sure. But you had ambition. Exactly. I always think that my horizon was like feather that I was able to see. And then since my mom was here living in the U.S., I'm always have the idea, so probably I will go. One day. Exactly. I will go and see if I really like it. So by that time, the year passed, I finished my high school. And because I have something on mine, I finished my high school instead of four years, I ended up with two years. But literally studying between five to six days, between 10 to 12 hours a day. So you, you took double shift. Yes. In order to finish your high school faster. Exactly. One was because uh, when I get into high school, was those like super strong earthquake back in El Salvador. Right. That it was, when it was, 2001. And it was, the country was totally destroyed. So I uh, was back. One was in 2001, January, and the other one was exactly a month after, on February. So that means we lost between three to six months of school years because everything was making Destroy. ashes, destroyed. No electricity, no water, no communication, no nothing. When barely started the cell phones back in El Salvador, so even the signal was kind of weak after the earthquake was worse. So what did that earthquake trigger in you? Like, because I have to literally bust my ass <laughs> yes. to finish the high school. Before time. Before time, because I was wasting too much time. Well, a lot of people tell me, it's not the moment to do it. You have to go by step. And you have to walk before you run. And it's because 
I think I grew up kind of independent because I grew up in family of four. I have three siblings and all of them are pretty older than me, like 10, 12, and 15 years older. Much older. Yes. So no one never treated me as a kid. I was 18 when uh, it wasn't my first time. I used to came before, but just as a, as a funny tourist. Right. I used to have a monthly amount of money that I had to make it work through the month. I always came having in mind that I gonna I wanna work as a cosmetologist first because I know the tiles of her stylist or her colorist or her dresses was earned. You needed to put exactly. the hours. Go no also go to her shows, has more education and that's one of the things I love about my career because I never end learning it. Learning. So yes. you're always learning. You're always going to shows. Everything. You're always attending classes. Attending classes. And I'm the... Learning the new things. Yes, always. Yeah, I know that for a fact, because every time <laughs> I come here, you tell me, there's this new technique, and there's this... <laughs> and I want to try it with you. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's something really good about it. So when I came, I realized that I cannot work without to submit a license mm-hmm. and that one was a big step to me so and because I was like new in here coming to like establish my life my mom say you're so young you can still go to the school so but when I came I was finishing finish my my high school two years ago because I finished it when I was 16 okay and I say well I can enjoy it for a while but I don't want to go to the school and she said, yeah, but you have to go to the English classes here, here, and there, like ESL. And I said, okay, okay. But I didn't feel the necessity because before I came, I know it that I was like moving in that year that I have to prepare myself and I take the advantage of my free time, uh, free time in between my jobs. Right. And I went to a private uh, school. They call European Academy to to learn the basic English. Wow. So, so you were prepared. When you came here, you had the plan, you executed that plan, but you already had the English. The basic one, the you basic know, with, English the, with the more stronger accent, maybe more shy way to speak. Now I feel pretty um, proud of my accent because without my client can know that I'm not from here. And everything I made it, literally I made it from a stretch. And it's really nice that somebody else can know that everything I have is because I earned earned it. it. Yes. It's really pretty. That's what I love about my clients that I can say 99 of them are women. It's really beautiful, like sharing the story. They appreciate that you have, that you're born and raised somewhere else. And they appreciate what you bring to the table. Exactly. Um, the flavors of a um, Salvatorian. Salvatorian stylist. Entrepreneur <laughs> mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. So sometimes I realize and I amaze myself like how the life can, the ways the life take you because it's not only what I'm ha- capable to do. I'm believer this someone a good energy that he got is like always on us no matter what you believe but it's amazing the way you see if you do good things the good things will like retrieving to you 
in right. any way. Whenever as when you never expect this, those things will show up to your life. So you felt like you had this aura around you of um let's say something from above protecting you exactly. and guiding you. Exactly. I Every feel that I the way. Exactly. I feel like an angel always being by my side and protecting me because sometimes I get kind of amazed that things happen to me like I never expected and maybe because um I consider myself kind of shy, kind of humble and I never say I'm this, I'm that. I really enjoy what I do and like the way you say if some someone told me that story I was like, oh my God, this is me. <laughs> It's so funny, you know, because I think I'm pretty normal, pretty humble. I don't like the people that they try to look at you like below the shoulder. I don't, I don't, I don't like to do those things because everything I have, I am pretty sure that I earn it little by little, step by step, because now that you're telling me, even I get kind of nervous. I feel my head, my face is so red, like, oh my God, you're talking about me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, came up with so many steps. I'm always know that I want to be the best version of myself. And I'm always know that I want to do something that I like it, something that I, that I can make somebody else happy. And the best reward I can have is making a paycheck from that. Yes. Yes. So, you know, um, the way you say, yes, I own my little studio. And I call it a studio because I see myself, I can tell you in a couple of years, probably being in this location because I love this location, but have a bigger space. And um, the assistant I'm being had is always Latina. And it's because... I saw those younger girls as the way I used to be. And I know that these girls can be like a future good hairstylist. And yes, the way you say here inside of Salon Republic, so funny that I came out here maybe like a year, maybe a year and a half ago, I'm moving here. And in this aisle, it's 20 suites, 20 studios. And I'm the only Latina between 20 studios that I'm in here. That's pretty amazing. Yes, you know, I, I think must, I'm... Must feel pretty good to have a share <laughs> of yes. this place and I represent know. us Latinas. Exactly. In the, you know, so funny when yeah. I move in. In that space. I was, exactly. I was redecorating everything because this studio came like white Canva. And everything is in here. Every single detail, I put them on. So I was waiting outside in the aisle for the, the furniture delivery. And one of the neighbors told me, oh, nice, did someone rent the space? And I say, yes. Do you know when they are moving? Because it's, I, we were being seen that it's working so that, but we don't know who is it. And I say, yes, we're moving in. And one of them asked me, and, and who's the owner? When, when she's coming, or is it's a girl, it's a guy? And I laugh and I say, it's myself. Wow. And they was like, okay, nice to meet you. Welcome to the area, you know. <laughs> so That's how humble you look, actually. Well, I see how you take care of um, young people that come here to do their hair. Pink, purple, blue. I've seen all the colors <laughs> coming nervous. out of here. And they look all amazing for prom and other events. And I can, I can see how they look up to you. 
in in a way it's yes. very inspiring to see a latino woman with a thick accent so such as mine yeah making it it's like so encouraging because it's tough exactly and and it's funny you know because i have one of my friends from high school that i saw her last winter and she say i cannot believe it that the little girl who used to play with her hair when we used to go to a parties so came out as a hairstylist and in Beverly Hills. You know, sometimes I say like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe in yourself. You have to pinch. No, ex exactly, exactly. Because before I used to be here, I was employee like everybody else. After you came in here, Lily, how many years of working for somebody else did you do? And how was that part of time for you? You, you know, this that, this is funny because this is another, it, what I'm about to tell you, Philippe, all the story. Because being here, so I get, when I decide to move in in 2005, I get like a month, but it wasn't a break because I was trying to get a job right away. And I went to literally walk in, seeing, reading the signs, you know, in the Latino area to start doing hair. And they say, yes, so we can give you a trial. The trial is like do a haircut or do a blow dry. Things that you knew how to exactly. do. Exactly. But then they say, can you show me your license? And then I was like, what do you mean? I have no license. I barely came. So the one from the DMV. <laughs> You didn't even understand what kind of license exactly. you needed. So I don't know what I mean. And they say, no, you have to have a cosmetology license, like released from the state. And In I order was like, to cut hair. Or... Exactly. And I was like, oops, I don't have that one. I don't have just my, all my credentials from over there. And they say, no, you have to, because otherwise a stapler came once in a while and can give you a ticket, a fine ticket. Okay. That the minimum one is a hundred dollar from wow. the people who's cutting hair in front of the owner of the salon. So for sure, no one wants to pay any fine. And then it was kind of hard time. I can say that I feel kind of frustrated because it wasn't the, that easy try to yeah, find a you job. Can't, you couldn't jump into the working scene right away. Although you had the experience, I wasn't able to work because I didn't you know, qualify because I don't have the requirements. Long story short, so I'm always being pretty friendly and I have friends, I think Salvadorians immigrate all over the world. <laughs> and as, a, as I have friends here in California, I have friends and, um, in Texas. And then one of my friends, good friends, she knew that I was moving here. And she said, Lily, you should come over. Visit us. So you don't know working, you can come over. And also my mom has a salon. You can come over, help us. And I was like, you're doing hair? Like one of the pretty smart girls from school. And she said, yes, I'm doing a good money though. You should come over. And I said, no, you know, because it's kind of hard. I think I cannot be able because they are asking me for license, this, this and that. And she said, no, no, just come. My mom can help. She will be so happy to have you because uh, her mom know him, knows knew me. From exactly. Before, yeah. From like so super she, teenager. She knew your talent. And she knew me as a, her daughter's a classmate. Right. 
So long story short, I told my mom, I have to go. And she said, what are you talking about? You're crazy. You're moving to live with me. Like, <laughs> and now you're moving to Texas. Exactly. And I say, like, hi, lady, don't be drama. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, you're not going nowhere. You have to stay with me. And she said, what is the problem with that? So I can, uh, you can be under uh, my money. So we're going to be, we're going to survive with that. There's nothing wrong with it. So your so, mother wanted you to keep you around her. Exactly. Because her idea was to be able to be together. Because right. for a few years, I was refusing to come over because I feel that I have to finish my chapter life in El Salvador. I see. So I never decided to come before because I feel that I cannot be like, um, how can I say? A quitter. Exactly. Because... I try to finish my life there and then be ready to make that big flip. The big move. Yes. Um, so and so the, you went to your friend in Texas? Yes. And she said, I'm not going to give you money. My mom said, I'm not going to give you money to the ticket. And I said, that's fine. I have my own. <laughs> wow. So you basically took your own exactly. money, purchased your ticket, and went out to Texas went to out work to with, Texas. Your, with and your friend. Yes. Good I friend. Went, I went Classmate. to yes, I went to live in her house with her mom, and then we started from that. I started doing a really good money over there, you know, like they say in Texas, everything is bigger in Texas. So <laughs> yeah, the salon so the was huge, you were, yeah, and the money I was started making was a lot, especially because I had enough experience because I was. Like almost two, like I think a year and a half doing hair in El Salvador as a hairstylist. Right. In that time, I was working in one of the uh, pioneers salon and spas in El Salvador. Okay. One so of you, the biggest company back in El Salvador. In so the you capital. worked in a big spa. Yes. Hairstylist. Exactly. Location. Exactly. In so. El Salvador. I used to have the tile of hairstylist. I have my own chair and I have the same thing I do here. So everybody have to book, call and schedule an appointments with me. Okay. As so a you, super you made it in El Salvador before you came. Exactly. Because you were ready to start from scratch over here where no one knew you and mm -hmm. you probably would maybe be just um, the assistant of a hairstylist. To somebody else. And I don't have problem with that because I believe that uh, you will learn always something from the people surrounding you. Exactly. So new beginner, new country, new regulation, new ways to learn. And I was so, so eager to learn that I wasn't like waiting for the day that somebody tell me, yeah, come over and work in a hair salon. Wow. And yeah, it happened. It happened to me. It was exactly in the city of Houston. And I started from, from the bottom. So from the bottom, I can say, she's, this lady say, Lily, you want to start doing shampoos? And I was doing the best shampoo you can imagine. I think you still enjoy my shampoos because yes. I think I do the same, the same type of shampoo, the one I was doing back in, uh, can I say, 10 years ago. So you were putting all your heart and soul into exactly. every little step of the way. Exactly. Even though you were not cutting hair or coloring hair, yes. you were like living the dream from the beginning. Exactly, because that's the way I know I can go step by step. 
because I was in the business already and I know what somebody is, the client start asking you for you exactly by name. Then that you're established. Exactly. The, the managers or the owner of the salon will moving you up because that's the way this business goes. Right. And for sure, the people will start in like a schedule, like service and saying, but can Lily do my shampoo? Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was really cool. So I think I just was in the shampoo for one week. Then I'm going to start uh, doing blow dries. And because it's nothing like can go wrong with blow dries or right. shampoo. So they let you. Exactly. Yeah. Then they say, Lily, you're going to do, because it was a full hair salon, you're going to do a men's cap. Okay. But it wasn't my passion. I used to do as a barber style because I can use the razor and everything for men. And I like to it. Do but women. it's not my thing, exactly. I really like make a uh, gentleman make look for so handsome, grooming neatly. But it's not my thing holding a razor and being on top of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so like doing the beard. And then I started doing color and my co-workers because she have to prove that I will be able to do something without to doing a big mistake because when you're focused on something when you have something on mind that you want that you believe and you tell the universe by you your mind you don't need vibe. to know how, how to get there exactly basically. because everything will like go flowing like a river everything will go on course you have no idea how you get there but you will get by that point that you're already dreaming for. That's beautiful. Yeah. I never, never want to quit because I say, I put, I make, I enroll myself in this and I have to finish. But it was sour beat two years long because it was 40, I mean, two years and it was 24 months that I wasn't able to quit because if I want to be able to hold the license with my name on it, I have to do it because I had the opportunity and I cannot tell Miss Mary, I don't want to do it because I want to go on vacation. So for sure, I was feeling sometimes lonely and then feeling that I put myself in a golden cage. And my mom used to tell me, what are you doing there? You have to come over. Over there, the winter is so horrible. Sometimes we wake up with a 25 degrees. Everything was frozen. It was a heavy raining through the night. And when you wake up in the morning, everything was frozen. It was beautiful, you know, looking at the raining drops frozen on the trees that has no leaves. But at the same time, it made me feel lonely because I was pursuing something that it was kicking me out from my family side. Right. It's so kind of bittersweet because I had the money. And I have the money to buy me a first-class ticket to go and visit my family back in El Salvador or come and see my mom through a weekend, but I cannot miss a weekend because I have my private classes. Of course. So you were thriving in money, like you had a lot abundance, but you were lacking in family and, you know, all that part that also makes, you know, part of um, successful person yeah complete when, yes when I hear those stories for the super celebrity people that they say you will enjoy the successful but then you realize that you're by yourself 
So you are in public cheering with all of the people. They know your career. But then you go back to the hotel room and, and you are alone. by yourself. Yes. One of my sisters lives here in California as well. She cannot see what I see. She always, back in the days, insists to me to quit the idea to pursue to doing cosmetology and go and work in, in the company she's working because it's a really good company, has a good benefit that 20 years ago I didn't know was the mean. 401k. Uh, exactly, like a dental insurance, a dental medical insurance. insurance that right. you have to have this, you have to have that. And I was like, no, that's fine. I can do it. That's my not dog. for me. Exactly. And that's one of the things like make me move as well because uh, I'm the little one and she feels that she has the right to tell me which is the best way to go. Right. But doesn't matter that I was young. I was like doing two years on my own, working independent. And I am so thankful to my sister, my older sister, the one I used to live, that she never forced me to do something. Moving to Texas was like a different word to me. And it was a blessing because you got to go away from all the exactly. put down um, that unfortunately your your people didn't didn't want it to be as a put down, mm -hmm. but they they simply you know turn your dream down. Maybe you can be like an office lady, and everybody see me as an office person. Wow! And I'm I think I'm too artistic to bow to be inside of the. Wow. The office behind the desk. I have to be behind the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that very yes, much. Exactly. But Lily, didn't that um, affect your thinking when they gave you that logic? It's pretty logical. I mean, what they were presenting to you. If I wouldn't know how you made it, I maybe would see what they saw. Like how how can a small town girl with a thick accent? you know, little English can exactly. get to Beverly Hills and charge, you know, a fair amount of money for, for a good hairstylist that it's current and trendy and out there. I mean, didn't that logic put got into your brain and at one point you went like, yeah, maybe they're right. Maybe I should quit. It's so funny that I think sometimes my dreams are that big that it make my ear deaf. Really? <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> totally. So what all of, all of their opinions made was make me be apart from them. So, so you graduate in 2007. Yes. When the economy is going down and yes. people are just holding on to their money and not spending anything. Exactly. That's when you get your license. Yes. And what happens? How do you go out into the world? No, I was established. Remember that I was established yes, working in, in the in salon and no one of the clients know that I was an apprenticeship. Okay, so they... Exactly. You stayed there. And you stayed there. But business went down. Totally. I was the last one who get out of the salon doors. I stayed with Miss Mary till the last day. Wow. And the last day means when she had to close the salon door because she wasn't able to pay the rent. For me, was looking an empire coming down. And Miss Mary was, I think she was so protected, she was so smart, that she doesn't have to be worried about the salon was closing down because for sure she was her money, like good money saving and stuff. And I started working uh, delivery at the houses. So house you calls. went to there? Wow. 
and it was pretty tiring. So it wasn't pretty um, profitable. Yeah. Because I it's almost, it was almost doing the same thing, getting right. the 50% of the commission because I have to put the products, I have yeah. to put the gas, I have to put the miles. You had other expenses that you plus to all of the hours that I was driving. So I have to reorganize myself. And then through the 2007, little by little, the clients start calling less because then they start feeling a little bit more pressure. They say, no, Lily, this day I'm going to skip the highlights. Can you do just color? So it was one service less. No, you don't have to do the blood, right? Because I'm not going to work this day. Uh, just leave it like that. And you know, it was less service and less service. That sometimes it wasn't like, good enough to me to go just to do a color to chat because it wasn't enough money i was feeling kind of guilty because i remembered of my mom's words you know of like, course that's why yeah it like you exactly like an echo in my mind my mom say it my mom say it i should listen to her and then they say no it's not possible it's not in my it's not my fault it's the whole nation down so it's not my thing so long story short i realized that i got pregnant you did get pregnant. Yes. At that time. At that time. That it wasn't the best time, you know? So, and I feel that it was my hub, the light to go through. Instead of feeling guilty, instead of feeling like I depressed, do this. I cannot let myself go down because someone is now belong to me. Yes. So, and I start doing everything little by little. And then I start. Uh, back in the days, you know, I buy a giant map and I'm going to start tracing my client's address. And I'm going to start making like a circle, like a target. Okay, this one live here, this one live here. And then I'm going to start texting all of them. So, you know, I know that it's being like a kind of hard, kind of hard, uh, hard time times. for us. But I'm doing these specials. And remember that your friend that it was this one? Yes. If you tell your friend that I'm going to have a schedule with you and you tell her that I, I'm going to, I can give you a free service. So basically, you regrouped and redefined. Remark my clients. Correct. The clever thing you did was to map out where your clients were. And tell your if clients, I can them. come and do this service for you for much less if you bring a friend or two and I can do many services at once. And I'm going to use location. your kitchen as my little hair salon. And they say, yes. So they came to, to you? Twice. No. No, you went to them? I you, went to them. Okay, got it. I went to one house and then we do like a hair party. It was instead of having one, I did three at the same time. We ended up uh, on Saturdays making, and Saturday and Sunday, making bachelor parties, making uh, prom parties, making weddings. So the word went exactly. from people to people that you guys were doing this Exactly, because my clients, then their friends, want some hairstylists for Saturdays because they're having a bachelor. Oh. And then uh, my client's daughters, they are going to a prom. But Lily, can you make a better deal for us if we bring four more, four more girls for that? For sure you can. For sure we make a deal. And the deal was a good deal. For them. For and them. also a good deal for you. And good deal for us. Because they rather have 
their service done in their house, they're going to a salon that is going to be expensive because the salon have to cover all the expenses of rent and the staff. And we was going through a really rough years. And, you know, so the prices was so good that they were so happy, the clients, that they tip us so good. So then one of the other, a third girl called me like, Lily, when you need someone, can you help me? Can you call me? Like, we can help each other. Like, okay, that's fine. That's and it was really good, you know. So you were in business. I have to make it work. We was planning in 2011 to bring my daughter to Disneyland and have a birthday party with all of the family members. We were saving for, to bring all of the grandparents with us at Disneyland. Oh, wow. And then uh, we realized in January that my mom got discovered with skin cancer, melanoma. Wow. So I literally packed everything and we move out, like rushing move out. We left to be, to be here in here California. I moved here. I started doing all the treatment with my mother, and it was one year off from work. It was really tough. And I think a lot to my, my husband because he's the one supporter for everything. Right. You know, we was paying everything over there, and we was trying to make a kind of lifestyle here. And uh, my sister always support us as well because we, we work as a team, literally. She say, I can leave, I can let you live in the house. You have to don't pay anything. My brother-in-law as well, her, he's her husband. And they say, but we, we need you to take care of your mother because we have to work. Of course. And they say, because you're self-employed, you work especially to do all of those things. You're, you're so able to exactly. take off and as, take care As of many times as needed. 2011 was my, my uh, year off from work. And then 2012, starting from the church. So I was starting again. You know, a little neg negativity came to my mind. Like, okay, one time California kicked me out because they don't want me to do her. Now that I have my Texas license, we will see how the thing goes. I did the best way I can. And I found a way that they call reciprocity. And everybody was telling me no by phone. What is reciprocity? Reciprocity is the mint that I have to prove to the state of California that all my credentials from Texas are valid enough and I'm a good citizen that I be able to qualify to have a process avoiding all the school again because I have enough credit. I'm good with my license. I never fail for a ticket because I have to be in contact with a, a state board in Texas uh, paying for like letters proving that I have the license for at least seven years. I got my license in 2014. I have to that wait two years. Yes. Maybe. Two years. Yes, two years. In the meantime, did you do anything or were yes, you? Yes, I was working. You were working? I was working. Just like, Saturday and Sunday in a Latino area salon. Okay. That's the only two days that I allow the people to work without the license, but feeling like shit. October 2013, I get the license from her. After a year off, I was like eager to go again working with clients. And I'm always, no, that's the way I learn. If you do a really good service, the tip will be really good. Plus, if the service is good, 
if the customer service is good, you will never have like a negative client. It's right. only like pretty weird, but so always happens. Yeah, you translate that putting your love and your talent together into definitely exactly clientele for for the long run and and obviously the yeah. money you needed to sustain yourself. Exactly. So by that time, also I need money for sure, and I I don't want to put too much pressure on my husband. So I'm gonna start working Saturday and Sunday. Here we go. I think the number nine love me, nine to nine. <laughs> <laughs> nine to so, nine. Yes, a nine to nine again. And then I was busy. They say, can I go get the haircut with the new one, with the new girl? Everybody called me the new one. <laughs> the new one. <laughs> yes, everybody called me the new one. And then they say, oh, with Lily. Yeah, with Lily. Yes, with Lily. The salon was walking appointments. I mean, walking clients. But then I was that busy. The, the person who want to get a haircut with me have to schedule an appointment because wow. Lily was busy. Unless you have a plenty time to wait between one to two hours because somebody, somebody was at, everybody in front of you. With you. In those three months, I was doing my research. I never stopped. So I was going to... So you were looking for places. Yes. Like pushing my your stroller own, your with own. my little jogging around the places I want to be. And so you were with your baby... Yes. <laughs> Pushing your stroller and your other baby was... She was at school. At school already. Mm-hmm. So looking the places I wanted, getting into the salon I like to be, having my hair done, doing blood dries, getting blood dries done, this, this, and that. But it wasn't really the atmosphere I like it. I don't like the feeling of the celebrity stylist. I don't like when they feel more important than the client. I see. So I don't like the uh, the vibes, not at all. It's a big nano to me. Long story short, so um, my mom had to travel. That year was pretty tough. She had to travel. My grandma passed away. Mm. Uh, I decided to don't go because my baby was three months old. Of course. And, you know, it's pretty. it was pretty dangerous back in those days. So pretty sure. rush, rough years. So I decided to don't go. So I was helping more, like sending a photo with money than my presence. Right. You know? Yes. So that year, I quit Culver because I wasn't maternity right. leave. Right. So you found a place or? I didn't. You I did didn't. You did a place. I did right. not found any place that I really like it. Long story short, I saw one ad. The one girl was renting her space, but in renting only, she was offering to share that means that every everything will be half and half. So uh, we met on September 2016. And decided to go in business. Yes. And together. I decide, yes, we make uh, the first meeting. I like the place. And I say, okay, so when can we start? And she was like, really? Did you like it? And I say, yes, I like it. I love it. Let's, Let's go. go for it. And she started laughing, like, really? That quick? <laughs> and I say, okay, what else do you need to to do so you want me to pay you in advance what do you want to do we want to share this only you and I she wasn't a hairstylist she does um, eyelashes and I say you wasn't you're gonna be in the private room I'm gonna be outside it's no problem it's a and perfect combination exactly she said yeah because I don't do too much hair this and that and uh, she say she was really nice and she said you're new here right because I told her that I was new 
she gave me all the advice that I have to go city permit, uh, rental permit here, here and there, you know, because Beverly Hills City Hall is different than Los Angeles City Hall. So, Lily, um, you guys took the lease under both of your names for that place. Yes. And how much was that lease? Uh, let me see. Because she was about to uh, give up of the lease because they raised the price. Oh, that's why that's she was, why looking, she was for looking something for sure. And it, exactly, uh, sharing the lease, it was $3,500. 3500 for together? Yes. Because so you it guys was needed to split, to split that 3500 in half. And yes, and it was, remember that I was in maternity leave. I had a baby. Right. And that represented a big risk. A big risk, a big challenge because I was signing a lease. Right. That for I mean for how long? One year. For a year. Yes. And I told her clearly, I have no clients, I'm gonna do this, and I wanna start from the zero. And she said, You know that it's gonna not gonna be easy. And I told her for sure I know all my savings will go through. I'm barely much lately, but I wanna do it. And how long, Lily? From the time you signed that lease until you started paying every expense. Three months. Three months. Yes. Only three months. I opened Lily Gloss October 1st, 2016. October was a depressed month. Okay. All of my friends came to support, but you know, as your friend, you have to give a discount. And everybody was like, oh my goodness, you are in Beverly Hills? <laughs> So it was achieving your dream. You exactly. were there, but you just wasn't, you weren't sure how you were going to make exactly. it. Exactly. I know that I will make it, but I don't know how. So I have to do so many things. I start literally on Sunday night, walking with my husband around the neighborhood, putting flyer in the windshield of the cars. Because you know that it's illegal to put something in the doors. Oh. That's why the people... Uh, Put it in the cars. Exactly. And I have my budget because I want to be everything balanced to see how much I have to invest and how much can I earn for every advertisement. Okay. Then 2017 is when the Groupon is one app that is pretty famous, came out as a hit. So you not only knew how to be an amazing hairstylist <laughs> and fashionate, um, you, you know, know, it's a big combo. All put together, mom and wife. It's a big combo because it's funny. You know, my my husband was uh, walking with me side by side in the in the street, putting the flyers, having my son in this kangaroo, like walking with baby in front, having him with us. Yeah. And then my daughter was like almost ready to nap because it was nighttime. But it was amazing. All of what we did was really, really amazing. So you remember those days with um, a lot of um, joy. Yes, exactly. Going it was, through that moment. That it wasn't didn't know. easy, but it was really beautiful. What happened? And like, then, you tell know, me about amazingly, because I think it take me a long time, the six months to end it up, because I started getting busy. So by February, I was getting booked. Did you ask the people, uh, where did you hear about me? Totally, totally. Because, for example, if it was the flyer, and when they contact me by phone call or by text message, I, I always say, so can you send me a picture of the flyer or can you bring the flyer with you? 
So in that way, I will have my count because by, by the size of my book appointment, I have my type of advertisement book, flyers, when was the client, which client came from that, which one is the Facebook and which one is for Groupon. Groupon is more easy because I have the app and I can right. see how many you clients knew. I have. You knew. Exactly. So, so what, what from all from those three efforts um, would you say made you, or was it a combination of the three? I can say the flyer was pretty old style, didn't work as much really well. Yeah. It was social media advertisement, Instagram and Groupon, and I mean, Instagram, Facebook, and Groupon, like 50-50. They equally helped your exactly. business. The only thing I know is that I was looking at the clients of Groupon as my advertisement, as my investment, because I know that there was um, paying like really, really low about my service. I'm always todos see this customer as a potential customers because you never knew when the people are looking for a stylist to be in a relationship with. Right. And tell me how many of those people that came um, actually they stay with me, stay with you. 50%. 50%. How did you manage your time in the hair salon and the time to be with your kids? When you, time. when you are on your environment, you will find the ways. For example, I didn't live far from the place I found in, in Beverly Hills, my first place. That's one of the things I know that it was meant to be for me. So it worked out for you to totally live close because by. I was living one mile and a half away from that. I can literally walk. So we was close in a neighborhood. That's so fine. in between, I was waiting for my daughter getting out of the school. I I wasn't you know inside of my car. I was outside walking the block, giving my flyers away. It's beautiful to know that, you know, there are some women that decide to have a career of their own. And that's also to be very proud of. But I think as a woman, to be able to use your family as your peer to grow, you know, to build together yes. this business, it makes the project something of the family. Totally. It's definitely your thing your talent that you're putting out there but it's a family project and that also brings the family together into one goal pursuing it's kind of family joy yes you're right so then i started offer the clients from groupon as a discount at the second service and everybody we love a discount who who doesn't love a discount or right. on a good service so that's how you turn those newcomers into Second comers and then and then by the third client. time they say Lily you don't have any specials so that make me start doing three monthly specials every, every month, month after the three months the first three months so these people needs a second service the following month and the second service I used to offer a discount a really good discount almost like matching group on price but paying directly to me. And right. everybody love it. Right. Then the third time, it was no more discounts, no more Groupon specials. And they say, do you have something going on? Do you have any special or something? And from out of nowhere, they start saying, call me. I'm going to give you a good special. Then that make me realize that I have to advertise three monthly specials. 
so to keep people coming. Exactly. One was for color, one was for highlights, and the other one was for blow dries. And that's the way I started keeping busy. So people started following those specials and coming to you. Lily, how many of your clientele right now are Latinas and how many are American or other nationality? I, I can say to know. I have only 20% of Latinas. So you see, you opened up a market for yourself. <laughs> yes. And you're you're sharing the same market yes. as any American-born woman in LA. And you know what? And it's you're up there with them in Beverly Hills, yes. prime location. And you know what? It's so, so nice that I have the place to have in my chair. I can name it so many nationalities because my clientele is all over the world. So where do you go from here, Lily Gloss? Where so, do you see Lily Gloss, Lily Gloss expanding in the future? In two years, I can say Lily Gloss will have two, three more chairs, three more stylists. And for now, I'm looking to recruiting like one more girl. And yes, having the same quality, keeping the same quality customer service, quality of product, and going beyond expectations. Thank you so much for being today with us and for these amazing tips you're giving us. For the last question, I'd like to finish with if you were to go back, backwards in time and talk to the Lily of the past, <laughs> what, what would you say to her? What's the best advice you would give her? that you have learned through the years. I always say, if I were to go back and I, if I knew what I know today and I, you know, could give it to myself back then, I, I would maybe make better choices or get to the point faster. I'm not sure if you have anything that you would like to share yes. with the Lily of the past. I, I will say that take the things more easy probably having less pressure on my own because with myself I'm pretty tough when I say something is because I will do it and probably I will say Lily take it easy <laughs> going a trip to yourself to the Bahamas and get a beautiful tent <laughs> yeah that's that's the advice I will give to myself live a little yes live through it exactly because if your goal is on point doesn't matter it's not gonna affect you having like a two three days off so just like live the life a little bit more easy don't be so tough with yourself that's beautiful thank you for that i'll remember <laughs> that <one too. laughs> okay thank you